This is Why Libertarian, the show dedicated to telling the stories of libertarians new and old, promoting libertarian values, and fighting against authoritarians, statists, feds, and anyone else who would like to steal your liberty and freedom. I am Matthew Strzok, and I would like to thank you for tuning in to this episode. Enjoy. We got a heater for you tonight, I gotta tell you. It is Thursday at, we're a little late this evening, 7.45, 7.46, it's all good, it's all good. Uh, coming at you, this is uh, Why Libertarian, my name is Matt, for anyone who might be new to this broadcast. As usual, like, comment, subscribe, share, hit the notification bell, retweet, uh, get this out there. We're going over a fantastic topic tonight, um, absolutely fantastic. Um, before I get rolling, uh, make sure to throw this a sub. If, if, if you're watching on something other than YouTube, throw it a sub. Um, the other thing that you could do is hit me up on my Linktree. Uh, it's just Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E backslash Y Libertarian. And if you go on there, you can actually look up my Hive social media profiles. We are building the Liberty community on the blockchain. Check it out. I actually rolled a uh, like a 101 session earlier this week live to show you how to set up an account, get on the Hive blockchain. Let's get there so we don't have to be censored, worry about centralized control and authority over the stuff that we're saying, uh, especially when we're talking about awesome stuff like we're talking about tonight. All right, that's it. I'll get off my soapbox. I got two uh, like Grand Slam home run hitters tonight. I got Mike Rufo and I got Diego Rivera bringing. We got like three times the Jersey energy tonight. It might be too much Jersey energy. I don't know. <laughs> so I bad. It. There's no such thing as too much Jersey energy. Let's go. <laughs> Except I, to people outside of New Jersey, then they'd be like, "Yeah, that's too much Jersey energy. Like, we could crash, can't a, handle we it, could crash bro. wedding with this energy. You know what I mean? I can't handle it, bro. Yes. Oh, yeah. So, uh, all right, so we are talking about Defend the Guard tonight, but I want to talk about one thing first before we get there. Um, there is a dude that has a gigantic set on him, and he is out in Idaho, and he is a Republican from Nampa, and his name is Ben Adams, all right? And this week, he set at least Liberty World on fire online. Because, and this is a direct quote from what he let out when the general session uh, was called to order for, I believe this is the assembly, the assembly out there in, I in Idaho. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. If you're not already, wake up. Do we need to be reminded of the words of Patrick Henry that liberty ought to be the direct end of our government? Liberty, sir, was the primary object. Vaccine passports breaching our dams, indoctrinating our youth are all on the agenda. Now in 2021, after a year that attempted to squelch out the remaining embers of liberty in this country, the winds of tyranny have blown on the, and this is controversial. I heard remnant. This quote says yeah. remnants. I, I think whoever wrote this doesn't understand what the remnant is. Um, but remnant and ignited a flame that will not be put out. What a freaking badass that guy is. That took some balls and he delivered it with force. That was, what were you guys thinking? Diego, what, you, what were you thinking when you heard that? Oh, I geeked all over the fucking place. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, <laughs> he, uh, I was I was doing uh, deadlifts that night and he called me. He's like, you're the first person I've talked to since I, since I got out. And I'm going to show him this clip here too. And he's like, did you like the little tip of the hat? I was like, I, I got a warning that there was going to be a tip of the hat in there. I didn't know that I was going to act up all over the place. And just, yeah. I, I loved it. <laughs> that was, was awesome. What were you thinking, awesome, Rufo? I, I loved it. I love it. And anytime, anytime somebody brings it up, anytime it gets announced, it's just, it excites me. It gives me goosebumps. So like, like people understand, like, it doesn't take the entire room to start the movement. It just takes two or three people out of a hundred to start the movement. Yeah. Yeah. No. And uh, I'll tell you what. Look, it's not about, uh, he probably knew most of the people in that room wouldn't even get it. They wouldn't even mm -hmm. understand. It was about reaching the couple of people that, that actually knew what he was talking about. That was, that was a big deal. So, um, all right. So tonight we're talking about uh, Defend the Guard. Um, really quickly, I'll, I'll give you Mike, because you're the one who introduced it to me, but I know Diego's been running with it a lot in the South. But 
Mike, you're the one who introduced it to me. So what is, for anyone who's unfamiliar with it, what is Defend the Garden? All right, I'm going to give him a whack, but I know Diego is like the old pro at this because he's actually working hand-in-hand -hand with the organization. He's working hand-in-hand -hand with Dan McKnight uh, and, all, and all the legislators across the, across the country. But in, in short term, it essentially what it does is it restricts the federal government's ability to mobilize the National Guard outside of the borders of the United States without a declaration of war from Congress, as is actually constitutional in, what, what is it? It's Section 1, Article... Uh, it's Article 1, Section 8, Clause 15 of the Constitution. It says that the, the National Guard can only be uh, mobilized for insurrection, for support of the citizenry, or in, if, the, if a declaration of war has been made, which we all know hasn't been done since World War. Did right. I lose you? Yeah, I don't know what happened. It happened. They, 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 heard us, they heard what we were talking about, and they tried to shut us down, man. <laughs> man, they said, was that you? You lost it, or did I lose it? I don't know. I don't know. We, we, we got to find out here. Subscribe uh, to his Hive channel. Let's go. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Definitely go to the Hive channel so we don't have these problems anymore. That's for sure. Nonetheless, so, we're, trying to keep it, we're, trying, we're trying to put a kink in the armor of the military-industrial complex by not allowing them to, 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 to abuse the National Guard and use them as a reserve when they should only yeah. be getting deployed if we've had a declaration of war, which we haven't had in 70 plus years. Hey, I don't know if Shane Hazel's watching this, but I think your Facebook account got hacked. So I'm just gonna say this on the live stream. I'm gonna go ahead and text him real quick because I, I just got spam from his... Uh... Shane's sending out spam? Is, is it trying to recruit you to the Republican or the Democrat party? Is that what it's, it's doing? It's just like, <laughs> hey, get rich, wealthy mindset. And I'm like, I, I, I think you got hacked, bro. <laughs> so if you're watching this, Shane, you're, you're about you're, to... Uh... You're, you're on report. Matt McAndrews, uh, Kicking in here, Big Daddy shadow banning coming in. Yeah, Bro, definitely. wild, right? I go right person. at the military industrial complex and bang, they just, they just shut down your stream. <laughs> so how'd he do, Diego? Did he did he uh, pass muster? Did he actually uh, hit on most yeah, of the points there? Yeah, dude. And, like, I'd love it, dude. Because, like, you know, we got to, uh, I mean, for that, to me, that's one of the biggest, uh, like, like, Rufo came out to this big event that we did at uh, Smedley Butler's Grape. Uh, for the 19th anniversary of Afghanistan, we all met up at uh, Westchester, PA, and yep. we had Danny Sajerson, who's just, I mean, what a poet, man. That guy can just write so wonderfully. We had Scott Horton. Uh, I emceed the event, and Dan McKnight just slammed it home. Then we had this dud of a congressional candidate that came there to talk about it, but then he was just so horrible that I literally cut off his time. I was like, what a dud. But, I mean, Rufo was there, and then that it was, was, that it was impressive. Yeah. Yeah. That <laughs> guy was horrible. But, I mean, now we know, and, like, I, I'm hoping that we would never invite. But, yeah, essentially what Defend the Guard is, 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 for me, it's one of the best Tenth Amendment bills. And I think that that gets to the source of everything that we're pushing for as liberty people is decentralization, right? And it's about the most, you know, it's like, it's the same thing that we don't necessarily get about like the constitutionalists, the, the limited government people is that they don't understand that they want to restrict government. They just want to keep the most violent aspects in like intact. Yeah. It's like, if you're about decentralization, you should be about decentralization of military. Right. Yeah. And, yes. and one, these are, again, let's say you are a, a, a guy who believes you can limit government and other fairy tales. Right. It's like, yeah. Okay. But still, why would you want your civilian like militia out there in wars when they should be here at least protecting your states like texas just went through a freeze like apparently two inches can bring texas to a collapse i was like well if we want anarchy in our day all we need to do is have it snow two inches and we're good you know what i mean because like they couldn't get nothing done that was it kind of shows you how kind of shows you how delicate it is too where it's like you know everyone's kind of like operating on a on a very thin kind of like very thin line right now right like just i in general with anything right with anything going on um so you guys had a big day down in texas pretty recently 
what what you got you got a ton of floor time. I think who Scott Horton was down there with you to help present in front of um, yep. the Texas legislature. What what came out of that? Oh man, oh, that was huge. I got angry. I was supposed to give a, a a different kind of speech, but it was just the fact that you know I'm sitting there and I'm listening to the defense chairman doesn't understand what an AUMF is, and it's that, that's fine if people watching don't know what it is. It's the authorization of use of military force. Essentially, it's a blank check with no geographical time or fiscal constraints because we know Congress is going to fund it no matter what, right? But it's a blank check, right? Like we use the 2001 or 2002. AUMF to bomb Soleimani 20 years later, right? So essentially, it just gives the president all of the war powers that Congress is supposed to be having. And he didn't know what that was, and he didn't know that we haven't been voting on war since the 1940s, right? And so I'm sitting there, and, and I'm listening to them talk about, you know, my brothers and sisters, because I was, you know, I signed up. I did my thing. I'm not a I'm not a blue-haired lady. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a, I'm a man, right? And I'm right i'm just bottom right but you know i am not gonna and like someone talked about the mission and so like i went there and it was right after the 15 year anniversary of when i lost two dudes in fact i have this here with me right it's like i keep this close by i don't even hang it up because i just want it wherever i'm at it's oh man so it's been 15 years since it happened it was march 19th and these guys are talking about it and i was supposed to talk primarily about that and what I mentioned on that was, is like, I still remember still to this day, the, some of the most savage bat, like killers on this planet had to like essentially run like cockroaches when you turn on the lights, like dangerous killers, right? Like you wouldn't want to fight these men. These men were trained to be killers. Like, yep. let's just put that out like fact. Uh, and they scattered like roaches to just go find a place to go cry in dignity when that little girl was going... Daddy Ricky, no. Daddy Ricky, no. Right? Just watching the little, uh, you know, little clip that they put together. And it's like, that was 15 years ago. That little girl now is an adult. Hmm. And and yep. to see these people talk about, like, well, what are we going to do if they cut off funding? And what about the mission? And we need, we need to be united. And I was like, it's been 20 years. What fucking mission, man? Like, yeah. and then, you know, lucky enough, we had enough people that could give other points i was supposed to do some polling and some of the more sadder parts but i just did a pissed off like no listen to me i'm from the right wing i'm a right winger right I'm bottom right but doesn't matter to them we're gonna horton yep. rule this shit right i'm a right winger i served i did all the cool shit you wanted me to do but it's been 20 years can we get the fuck out i mean aside from the fact that these wars are dumb and as you guys reviewed and i loved it by the way i uh that, that book review of enough already it's been enough dude it's been 20 years 30 years in iraq like so my testimony didn't come out the way i wanted it to but i think even scott afterwards was like you know what i think the fact that you did get so passionate like actually allowed us to extend our time because i think at most we're supposed to get 20 minutes and we ended up going for like two two and a half hours right and well, we had, I, listened, I listened to that whole thing and it went on it felt it, like it was going on forever but there was poignant points throughout with each testimony, and they like you could tell that they were actively engaged in trying to understand the position of the bill. And I, I really do think that your emotion helped. Well, I think Scott's right because at one point you you looked him dead in the eye and said, "I want you to come home, come to the graveyard, the graveyard, the next time the caskets come wrapped, and I want you to tell their wives that it was you that they died so you could have funding." Right. And you you, yeah. you called them out and you said it right to them. And I'm telling you, that was a dagger through the heart for them. And to have that emotional testimony, even though it wasn't what you wanted, I think Scott's right. I, I think I think you going up there, even if you did have a, a quote unquote blackout moment or just allowed your emotions <laughs> to control, it worked, right? Like it, it was it was it was poignant because that and that's the point people need to understand. Like if we push forward with this, they're gonna right. threaten they're going to threaten funding. They're going to threaten taking helicopters from us. They're going to threaten taking resources from us. But those, that funding isn't worth the lives of the men and women over there fighting these now pointless forever wars when they shouldn't even be over there in the first place. And that's the thing. Like, like McKnight is very clear. He's like, this isn't necessarily an anti-war bill. This is a, this is a 10th Amendment bill. This is, a, this, is, yeah. this is a protect the troops bill. This is a, this is a support our troops bill. This is a bill that's going to make sure that, that the governor has the ability to check the federal government 
the way the governor is supposed to have the ability to check the federal government. And, yep. and to, to speak to the seedy politics of it, right? Like if they don't have to like go through and recruit and or draft people from the general population to continue to fight these things, and they're using folks that signed up for the National Guard, most of them because they wanted to help their friends and family and community at home, and they're using them to fight a war overseas, they're stealthily fighting war because they're not having to go out into the general population and like drag people kicking and screaming overseas to do it. They're basically just leaning on people that signed up for one thing and then there's a bait and switch and all of a sudden they're in freaking Afghanistan or, or Iraq or any one of the other dozen countries that we're currently engaged in combat in. Um, so I, what, what was, so you got like, you got time, right? You got two and a half hours. You were able to kind of say your piece and, and, and speak to the bill and everything like that. Um, is there more process that has to happen after that for them to adopt it? What's, what's next yeah. in the process? So, uh, and just real quick, I just want to give a shout out to the people that did do it so that people know what this came from a, a varying places. We had Jeff Lyons, a Naval disabled, a Navy disabled combat vet. He works with YAL. Uh, Brian Sharp, who's a, a graduate of West Point, right? Uh, we had Louis Larada, who's the, who was the GOP or who actually put the de uh, de uh, defend the guard into the principles of the party. That last time I was on, we talked about where I clipped Alan West, right? Yeah. And yep. so what's funny, what's funny is, is that they wrote a, uh, he wrote an email to the governor recently telling him, look, even Alan West supports this bill. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Did, did it did it have a picture of Tim Pool right next to Alan West reading, <laughs> yeah. uh, reading the question? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was it's awesome. But like we had we had like Matthew Ho, who's uh, he's a Marine. He was the uh, Obama surge whistleblower who said that this wasn't going to work, that this was a bad idea coming from the left. You have Dan McKnight, who looks like he eats crayons for a living, right? <laughs> Like we had right wingers, left wingers, the libertarian angle all done. And, and we, you know, I think we went over it and I know Scott beats himself up because he said that the economic argument didn't land, but that's yep. kind of what's going to happen when you have a Democrat chairman, like he's hmm. not going to, he didn't even let him get to the point before he heckled him and cut, cut off his point. But uh, anyway, yep. I just wanted to throw that in there real quick. Sorry. Yeah, no, no, that's fine. I look, and uh, to your point, you know, I, I think the emotional argument is like, it's good. It has to be there because that's probably the biggest element of it. Because to your point, like the folks that are voting on this stuff are not staring this in the face. Like right. they also don't have to come to the full realization of what they're, you know, sending these, these kids to basically that are now going after their parents have fought in this war before them. Um, and, and they just have no clue. They're, they're running on the same propaganda that a lot of the other people in this country are running off of, that it's just like, oh, well, we have to continue to fight it. We have to continue to be there. And the right. answer is no. Like, you, you're going to continue chasing your tail until, you know, what, what was it that, uh, what was it that uh, was, was the, uh, the phrase in Enough Already? It was um, the, the, uh, this was our, our next Vietnam, right? Like, this was our, se vi our second yeah. Vietnam, you know? Um, and that's exactly Vietnam what it is. Wrong. So, um, so what's the, what, what's the process to get to that point? Like how much, was it just a matter of having, um, one member of the legislature that was willing to kind of like sponsor the bill and, and introduce yeah. it? Or was there a ton more that went into it? There's so much behind this man. Like there's a lot of back, back room work, like not like, I, I need to know. Cause Rufo is going to ask me to do all this stuff eventually. So, yeah. So <laughs> I'll give you an example. At least it's a way we got work to do, bro. Yeah. Yeah. It's like my motherland won't even put this bill forward. We got to do something out there. Uh, so essentially what has to happen is we need at least five, five people to vote in uh, affirmative for this bill. Mm -hmm. They can, they have essentially until next Wednesday uh, before it'll probably die in calendar. Right. So calendar has uh, max. They can hold a bill for 30 days, but yep. the legislative session is going to end. Uh, 30 days from next Wednesday, right? Yeah. So in order to get this bill heard on the floor, it has to get out of committee. In order to get out of committee, it has to be voted on. It was yeah. heard, but it was not voted on. So it's still in committee sitting there. So what we need to do is put pressure and have them say, hey, look, Slayton needs to go to the chairman, say, hey, 
we have the votes, let's put it up for a vote. If they're sticky on this, then we need to get to the Capitol in Austin here uh, as fast as possible and tell them you're voting for this, right? Because yeah. we needed to get heard on the floor for an actual debate. And the, and the thing that Rufo said I think is true is I do think that we're woefully ignorant. Um, like, I, Rufo, you remember when the, the chairman was like, so, like, war, is, I just assume it's like the bad guy's here and the good guy's here and the good guys go bang, bang, bang over here so the bad guys don't go bang, bang, bang over here, right? Like, right. it made yeah. my jaw drop. <laughs> they, so it, it, it's funny how the, it, it's on. It, it's not funny though. It, it's almost embarrassing the, the level of of, and I I'm going to use the word ignorance that they had on the on the on the committee that of the entire process and, and what's actually involved and how the how the guard gets handled and and when they're deployed. They they don't know any of it, and it's supposed to be on the state and the governor to handle that. They should have some understanding of the process. Yeah, yeah, this is the defense chairman, and they didn't know. To be fair, though, to all of them, they really did, like, really hear us out. And they, they I did. think, honestly, the, the reason that they did is because I I didn't think they had any idea what this was. They saw Defend the Guard, and were like, oh, yeah, we support the troops. And then they heard us, and they were like, wait, what? Like, wow. you know, they didn't know the fact that we haven't declared war since forever. But when they found out, they were like, hold on a second. And I try not to give you know, politicians too much credit. And I don't think I'm doing that. But at the same time, they really did hear us out because they were like, wait, well, what? Our foreign policy is a disaster? <laughs> yeah. Wild. But, they, but they, I think, I think the questions happen. they were asking were genuine questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, you know, if you would have read any of Scott's books, you would have just been like, oh, I know this already. Right? Yeah. But <laughs> I, well, maybe but, I should drop but, the copy. But that's just the thing. Like, ignorance is bliss, isn't it? Right. Like when you're yeah. sitting in that seat and you're 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 casting a vote, but you're effectively pulling the fucking trigger. Right. Like you'd rather be ignorant to what you're actually doing. And I think that right. the people that have the biggest vested interest in this stuff keeping going would rather those people stay ignorant than 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 bring them, you know, the religion of understanding that Scott has in pre pretty much in spades over everyone else that probably sits on that committee. He knows it inside and out. They probably have, you know, not even a grade schooler's understanding of what's going on and the the, the tactics and everything like that, you know. Well, I, again, ahead, but that so I, not not to kind of go off, but I mean that that's that's exactly the intended purpose of the state is to put people like them in position and 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 utilize violence via proxy and keep them in, in, in an ignorant position so they can make these decisions and and and, and use the tool of violence that the state has you know, be, be predacious on all of society and take, take, take through violence without actually having to feel the violence on their own. You know, they don't, they don't experience it. They don't know it. They don't understand it. And that's done. That's by design. That's by design for the state to actually be able to be effective. They need to be, well, they need to be blissfully ignorant. Right. Yeah. And uh, I think that's why so many vets are, are the way that they are after the fact, right? Is yeah. that, you know, essentially, they just see it for what it is, and you only got to see it once to know it's bullshit. Yeah, that's that's the that's, that's the it. big thing, and that's why a lot of vets end up becoming so liberty afterwards. You know, because you know they're skeptical because they've seen all the bullshit, right? They might not understand how the capital works or how this is, but on a gut level, they've got huge liberty instincts once they've seen this shit show. And that's yeah. why most of the people testifying that day were combat vets, if not vets. And Scott Horton was the only one who wasn't a veteran, but at the same time, yeah, he's Scott Horton. Please come testify. Yeah. You know. So uh, if you're gonna I, have a non-veteran, if you're gonna have a non-veteran, oh sorry. yeah, it, my, sh it my should my be Scott because not great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, I, I get an F for uh, preparing for class because I did not. I should have clipped out the 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 talk at at uh, the Texas State House. I didn't do that, but um, I guess I was fanboying uh, Ben Adams. I have him introducing Defend the Guard in Idaho, and it's like two minutes. So, like, hold Pat. I think the, the, the audio should be all right. If it's a little low, maybe I'll cut it. But this is him defending. And Ben Ben is a Marine, too, right? Yep. I, I think he served in the Marines, which is why he yep. said, uh, you know, I know I might be a little forceful in my language, but he's like, that's the Marine in me. He's like, I can't go soft. You know, <laughs> mm -hmm. so this is him introducing Defend the Guard um, in Idaho. Good afternoon, distinguished members of the committee. 
I am Representative Ben Adams, District 13, Nampa. I wanna thank the chairman for allowing me to bring forward this legislation for your consideration and your contemplation. This legislation is most commonly known as the Defend the Guard Act. It has been endorsed by nearing half a million veterans coast to coast, from privates to generals and civilians alike. With an unabashed lean towards the federalism our founding fathers envisioned, this legislation reclaims the state legislature's responsibility to, as the former Secretary of State Daniel Webster stated, protect their own authority over their own militia and to interpose between their citizens and arbitrary power. He was referring to the federal government. Similar legislation has been brought forward in many other states in response to a federal government further distanced from its people and the expansion of executive power, especially in regards to waging, waging war away from Congress. President Lincoln famously offered that the provision of the Constitution giving war-making powers to Congress was dictated by the following reasons. Kings had always been involving and impoverishing their peoples in wars, pretending generally, if not always, that, it, that the good of the people was the object, and this was understood to be the most oppressive of all kingly oppressions. This is like cut right out of anatomy of the state, isn't it? It's like yep. cut right out of, um, they got to make you think that you're at risk, right? In order to, to allow this to keep going on. And that's something that we have to fight in order to kind of bring the, bring the, the clarity of understanding exactly what's going on here, you know, to them. So, um, now Texas was, did Texas, Texas is first to actually have, uh, commentary heard on the bill is that right because no. ben right there is just introing it but were there other states that went first no 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 uh ben's was was actually one of the first uh and uh there's a piece that i sent you right before it too uh and i'll just answer you real quick so we have it up in 31 states whether they decide to hear it or not like kentucky never got heard it was introduced into the state senate yep. in ben's it was heard in committee uh, the, and, you know, we've had it heard in Michigan. We had it heard in South Dakota. And I linked you to that piece. And in it is uh, all the juice that happens here. Uh, like, for example, they send the adjutant general from South Dakota to come and essentially testify against this bill. Mm. Right. And we had uh, Scott Spaulding, who's uh, with Vets for Peace. He's a Purple Heart recipient. We had Dan McKnight there. Uh, we had Mike Meharry of the 10th Amendment Center. Uh, and the general just came there and he goes, I cannot believe these men are ashamed of their of their service. And it's like, shut up, shut up. You're the you're the bureaucrat in this whole thing wearing a uniform like you better. You better know your place real quick. One of them has a purple heart. You're a general. You're essentially a lobbyist for the National Guard at this point. And then uh, in another state. Oh, God. Like so with Ben, this is the, the juice here. Right. Is you really see how these people act and why the government's so horrible. So it was brought up to a voice vote. Right, because people felt that it should be heard on the floor. So in yeah. committee, uh, they, uh, the speaker brought it up to a voice vote. It passed, but he said, motion fails. And people were like, what? Right? So, hold on. Let me just, uh, Ben Adams just texted me. I'm going to share him the link to this uh, live stream. <laughs> His ears are ringing. <laughs> yeah. The uh, eight. Now, oh, now it's, it's been voted on in West Virginia several times, right? Uh, so West Virginia is the one OG Pat McGeehan. Uh, shout out to him. He's the original gangster of this bill. Uh, he's been fighting for this for seven years. Uh, just recently, wow. two, two years yep. ago, it, it passed committee. Great. Then the next year, last year, uh, on the sixth year, uh, it got a 50-50 vote, and then COVID happened. And then so they just didn't bring it back up. Then this year... The chairman tells him he's not going to he's, he's going to kill this thing in committee. So he puts a parliamentary procedure to get it out of committee and it, it got voted down 28 to 78. So it's a constant fight. It's like we don't often have victories, which is why, like, Texas felt like a little bit of like, holy shit, 
because of the things that they did with like Ben Adams and uh, you know, God, I would love for him to tell the story because he went through it. Right. Yeah. Uh, but essentially uh, what happened was it passed the voice vote. Chairman goes, motion fails. People go, wait, look, look, it's fine. Let's just bring it up to a recorded vote. We'll get it out of committee. He goes, no, cause it failed the voice vote. And then, so what I did is I sent the audio to my, uh, my buddy who's back in Jersey and he works in production and all that stuff. And I was like, can you do me a favor? Can you increase this, this audio? Like, you don't have to play with it. No tricks, no nothing. Just increase the audio. I don't know how to do that stuff. So he does it. And then we send, and I send it back to Ben and Dan over there and they start playing this over the radio and you can hear that it passed. So then Dan goes on the radio show and there's radio host clobbering, uh, the, uh, the chairman up to the point where now they're literally having a vote to censure the chairman good in his own county run that's him out of fantastic. town on a fucking rail that's yeah. fantastic get the talk feathers out let's go yeah yeah that yeah that doesn't happen nearly enough or or that kind of stuff happens all the time and the people that end up thinking oh well it just failed and we have to go back to square one and restart the process all over again they wouldn't even have taken that step. I mean, like, we run into that with Second Amendment advocacy in New Jersey all the time. Yep. Stuff comes well, up and fails, and then, you know, people are afraid to, to take, you know, radical, you know, air quotes, radical action in order to call attention to the, the, the bullshit bureaucracy that's stopping well, that's it, why it's not so the will of the people. That's why it's so important. That's why it's so yeah. important not to just lay down and accept it. Like, so many people say, oh, well, we failed in this step, so now we got to follow the proper process. No, 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 no. When you have a scenario like that, following the proper process is obviously not going to work. You're in their courts with their lawyers, with their people and their laws. You're never going to win. So what you yeah. need to do is you need to do something outside the box the way Diego did. You need to make sure that you show the public that the emperor has no clothes. You need to right. embarrass them for the embarrassment that they deserve for being crooked. That's what needs to happen, and that's how people need to approach it. That's why we can't sit back anymore and have these timid little – like, I, like I've said, these timid concessions, you can't have them. It's over. It's time to stand up and tell them, no, we're not going to deal with it anymore. This ain't the right place, man. This ain't Europe. This ain't Europe. Yeah. It ain't going down like that. Yeah. Right. Plus, plus technically, uh, you know, uh, what, like, uh, you know, fight fire with fire. If we ever did get a governor that was sympathetic to it, they could take care of this with executive order themselves, right? Like, this is something where they could essentially withhold the National Guard from D.C. Yes. Uh, so, for example... Uh, they have to suffer the repercussions from it, though. Yes. <laughs> I'm sure funding would get pulled. <laughs> yeah, there's... I mean, there's always ways for them to do it just because they have all of this fiat, you know? So, I mean, there's always workarounds. I, there's been a Supreme Court decision on whether the, the guard can get trained uh, out of state and the Supreme Court ruled that they can. Uh, but as mm. far as combat, the Supreme Court has never ruled on this because it's already in the Constitution, right? So even yeah. from a constitutionalist perspective, the Supreme Court won't even hear it because it's already a matter that's been, it's, it's already been decided. That's why it never gets heard, right? That's why the Supreme Court argued about training, not even the whole thing. So if they did follow the Constitution, unfortunately, We've all read No Treason, so we understand how that works. But even if they did follow the Constitution, they wouldn't be able to do this. So this is just – it's constitutional. It's fiscally conservative. You can tell conservatives how is it conservative to send you know, arguably your bravest, right, your most yep. empathetic people who, uh, who love this country, send them off to wars where they die, and then their kids never have a father. And you know how conservatives feel about a fatherless home. Right. Yep. You know how they feel about the budgets. What they do is different, but at least conservatives, not leadership, but conservatives care about the Constitution. They care about fiscal responsibility. They care about fatherless homes. Well, that's what you're putting forward. And for the Democrats, yep. they kind of sort of get it. Right. Just go back to George Bush, like 2001 era or 2003 era. You're good. You're yeah. good. Yeah. Right. So, but, well, well, yeah. To, to that point, I mean, the Democrats did used to get it, right? They did get it. Even John Corzine in 2007, I was doing a little bit of homework, right? Because I'm, 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 I'm trying to, just to, to be, I'm trying to keep speed with everybody else. But even John Corzine in 2007 was, 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 
speaking out against the deployment of the New Jersey National Guard to Afghanistan because it was an un unconstitutional and that there wasn't a declaration of war. At that time, prior to the current, the current situation that we have in D.C., the Democrats had the spine to stand up to George Bush before the election and Obama winning, saying, hey, no, you can't, you're not supposed to be able to do this. And he made a big think about it. It was actually an article. There was a news article about it. Um, I, I, he, Oh, there he goes. Oh, he hit the wrong button. <laughs> I bet. Um, no, it, that and, you know, that's also another point, though, Diego. It's like, you know, why is it that, I mean, this happens all the time, but, you know, each side in, in this kind of like, you know, back and forth in this ping pong match, you know, they have no problem being anti-war when the other side is in power. Right. right? So, like, um, the other dot that, like, I I try to connect for people, but maybe it's just too many degrees of, of, of separation, but today you had the executive orders come out from Biden about the Second Amendment, right? What's right. one of the things he's citing? He's citing a Syrian guy in Boulder, Colorado, who shot up a grocery store. That was blowback from missiles that got launched in the Middle East against Syria, like almost definitely. And yep. he's using that to infringe upon pro-Second Amendment people's rights here in the United States. Like, they're linked. There's a couple of different dots there, but they're definitely linked. And so, you know, taking that home, especially if you're talking to conservatives, it's difficult, but the conversation's there to be had. Like, it's definitely there to be had. You just, you have to kind of fight through all this, like, you know, to to steal your language there, Rufo, you got to fight through the circus, right? Like, you got you to gotta make them understand you know, Major League moving their uh, all-star game away from Georgia is the circus, okay? Biden passing executive orders on the Second Amendment and continue, continuing forever wars, that's what we need to be focusing on. Would you agree with that, Mike? Absolutely. It, it, it's bread and circus, right? They, they, they entertain us and they put on all these dramatics and all this drama. I mean, let's be honest. All right, just to bring up the point, it is it is drama and circus, right? You you took a primarily uh, a, a, you you're taking business from an area that is 51% African American, and you're taking all the business owners, it's the primarily African American business owners. You're you're destroying and taking away something they've all been depending on for economic reasons, and you're going to move it to a 78% white neighborhood, where most of the business owners are white men, right? And they've got to, and you have voter ID laws where you have to show ID to vote. So it, it, it's all show. It's all pomp. It's all with a pomp and circumstance or whatever. You know, it's, it's yep. all, it's all bread and circus, man. It's all bread and yep. circus. While they, they, they turn around and send our, they send our brothers, our sisters, our cousins, our aunts, our uncles, our fathers over to, to Afghanistan to, you know, to, to, to do their bidding and make their buddies rich. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, eventually, and I got to tip my hat over to the re uh, the Redacted Caucus because I love the Mises Caucus people. I'm a big fan of the Redacted Caucus, and uh, Jenny, she's watching right now. So uh, tip she, of the hat she, to the she, queen of the Redacted. Yeah, that lady's gangster, man. So that might be a solution, too. Yeah, yeah. Well, so uh, the next book that we're reading is actually uh, Nullification in the book club. So, uh, you know, f find, finding... Finding a way, like, you, you can work the channels, right? But also finding a way that's, like, you know, anti-channel almost, right? Like, you know, finding a way to, to kind of, like, um, you know, uh, uh, what is it? Like, find plan B and plan C and plan D, right? Um, right. But so so what's the next step? Where, where is kind of, like, the next frontier as far as the Defend the Guard Act? And, you know, where is the next push and and can folks get involved like i mean can they support yes. the, the effort and they sh and they should and you really should and like that's why i love what rufo and, and everybody there in new jersey is like doing is like you know what i mean like they're just they're just gonna go about it however they have to go about it i was lucky enough to find representatives at least in texas and we have 31 other states where it's going to be filed not might not be heard in all of them but 31 states you're thinking dude i mean so here's the thing is a lot of ancaps are like why do you why do you focus on politics? And it's like, you know who else did? Murray Rothbard, Ron Paul, and they inspired movements. And we understand that it's mostly about the microphone, right? It's like, we just yep. want people yep. with some authority to say, uh, the emperor has no clothes. The emperor has no clothes. Or just give a fire-ass speech like Ben did the other day. Ben, if you're watching, that was gangster, but you already know that. So, I mean, this is why we do what we do, right? So it's just introducing this, fighting like hell for it. Uh, and then the thing is, is like, aside from the microphone it's like we can use 
their bullshit to hold them up to their bullshit. Like, we don't have to believe in it, right? But we can just use their tricks on them, like corner Alan West into saying he supports the, the Defend the Guard and put out a press release that says, Alan West supports Defend the Guard, right? It's, it's uh, you know, just doing shit like this. Like, it's, it's increasing the audio on Ben's voice vote so everybody sees that it's bullshit and that that chairman is a Maoist son of a bitch, right? And exposing things like that. So you don't, you don't, you can play their game and beat them over the head with it. You're not going to win, but at least you can start to clap back and they hate that. You know, like, why did they send two-star generals to courtrooms? Yes, it's about reaching the remnant, Matt, right? <laughs> like, you do this, like, they send a two-star general to your courtroom because it threatens them. And that's why I love this. It's like, you can use this to hit them back with it. Right. So, and, 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 and that's the idea, right? It's guerrilla tactics. It's those guerrilla tactics that are needs that need to be used because when you play their game, you're going to lose. If the Afghanis and, and the Taliban and all of them had played our game and, and approached the, the, the war the same way that, you know, the U S approached the war, they'd have been obliterated and the war would have been over in two days. Right. But no, it's guerrilla warfare. They're in the mountains. They're doing unconventional things to ensure that they prolong keep themselves and give themselves the shot. If we go into their courts with their judges and their rules and play their game, we're going to get obliterated and the state's just going to continue to grow and grow and grow until we take these guerrilla tactics with, with, with the fire speeches from guys like Ben Adams who get in there with the, with the radio things, with all, with, with cornering Alan West, those are guerrilla tactics that all of a sudden they don't know how to defend. They don't understand how to defend. Right. And, and it, it, but the average Joe understands what happened when it happened. And when the average yeah. Joe is like, oh, I get it now, that's when you've reached the remnant. That's when you've woke everybody up to say, oh, these guys are scum. We need to start putting real pressure on them. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you see that. And I, I challenge anyone just to go on the Idaho Freedom Foundation, go look at the comments and look how many shares it's gotten. It went, bananas we're talking about idaho man we're not talking about like a populated state like new york or california in idaho they were freaking out dude they were like this man i don't know what he said but he said some things man and like they just they took to it they were just like what what the remnant and they don't know he was talking to them right he yeah. was just using that microphone to talk to them i yeah, mean that's it. i'm sure he had positives and negatives in the you know, in a house full of, you know, sociopaths, I'm sure some of them might have been good. But at the same time, I can't tell you how many people go, holy shit, that was fire. You know, like yeah. Shane Hazel put it out there the other day. He's like, God damn, man. And if yeah. you get Shane Hazel's attention, this dude's got a show called Radical. Do I need to say anything else? <laughs> well, you Shane. That's the, that, that's the point, right? Like the, the I mean, like in, in the general election that we just had, we had a record turnout and still, what, 40% of people, 50% of people who are eligible voters still didn't turn up to vote, right? Yeah. Like, th those people, someone will speak to them to motivate them, right? Yeah. And it's things like this where you're finding some of those people, and a lot of them are waking up because they might not know exactly what the problem is, but they know there's a problem. And when someone speaks up like that and they do it, like, emphatically, and they don't take any shit either so that when – People turn around and say, oh, well, you know, whatever, these crazy, 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 like, liberty Republicans or these crazy libertarians, they don't know what they're talking about. The people that are sitting on the sidelines that aren't part of, you know, that echo chamber, they're like, wow, these people are talking about some stuff that, like, actually kind of resonates with me. You know, like, anyone who, who reads Anatomy of the State and they have that, like, visceral reaction to it, that's the people we're looking to reach because most of us would not have like necessarily said those things that Rothbard said, but we felt them before he put words to them. And that's exactly what's going to happen when, you know, uh, someone like Ben or someone like Shane or someone like you and Scott Horton and Rufo stand up there and just light the pulpit on fire. And people are like, holy crap, like I've been feeling this all along. And I just, this guy just put it into words in front of me right now. And it's all become clear. Um, and, and, to something you said before, Diego, like once once the blinders are off, like once you see the emperor has no clothes, you can't get back in the matrix. Like it just doesn't happen. Like you just now see it everywhere. You know, um, I it, it's it's one of those things where it's like, uh, what was it? When you're shopping for a car, and like you want a specific type of car, all of a sudden you see it everywhere now. 
It's the mm-hmm. same exact principle. It's like when you see the bullshit for what it is, yeah. then you just see it smeared all over everything. You're like, wow, I thought that was the most amazing thing. That's bullshit. I thought this was amazing thing. That's bullshit. It's like, and it, it just becomes ubiquitous when you look at the things that the state has its its, its hands all over. Um, all right, cool. So where can people go to find more information about the Defend the Guard Act? Yeah, uh, so quick, uh, Texas, if you're in Texas, make sure to show up to Austin, look up the Defense and Veteran Affairs Committee, see who's on there, right? If you want, reach out to me, I'll tell you who's a yes, who's a no. But if you talk to the chairman, tell him, bring this to a vote. Uh, in other states, go look up defendtheguard.us or bringourtroopshome.us, right? Go to either one of those links, right? Find out, you can click on the map, see if they have it in your state, right? And from there, you can, yeah, perfect. So you can see like, for example, click on Texas, right? If you click on Texas, bam, you see who's who's putting forward the bill, right? If you click on the states, they have somebody, talk to them, see what you can do, make a phone call to one of the offices, right? Nothing. Ru- Rufo, right. come on, man. <laughs> I, you know what? We have the unique problem of literally having zero Liberty candidates currently in office it's in the not, state house right not now. a single one of them believes in liberty not a single, not a single one, one. in that building Dude, in trenton I've we're gonna going fix to that though i've been going to bat so hard to just find one person that i could just get into the new jersey house like i've that's that's home that's the motherland yeah. you know what i mean yeah. like how can we as new jerseyans who are the toughest sons of bitches how do we not have like a liberty gangster in that state house like we got to make yeah. that happen you know, we, we we got a couple running right now. We got Nick uh, Nick Magner down in uh, Legislative District Four down there, Assembly District Four in uh, South Jersey, running uh, near Burlington in that area. Um, I interviewed him, you know, just last night. He's uh, he's got it, man. Like we he he knows it. He knows his stuff, and he's he's lived some different lives too. Like he came from, I mean, like he was a former Bernie bro, and he saw the light. Like so, you know. That's 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 someone that you like. Uh, it's always like the pastor who's like standing up in front of the congregation, and it's like, who would you rather lead you? Like someone who hasn't sinned, or the sinner that's seen the you know folly in their ways, right? Like, I, I Nick gets it. Like he's he's uh, and he's in it too, which is awesome. And he's not afraid to, he's not afraid to say it either, which is fantastic. So oh yeah, he's don't, definitely don't a sinner. Yeah, remind yeah. me that I gotta go donate to. <laughs> In in fact, uh, Nick was in the uh, the audience. I don't know if he's still there, but he's hanging around. I, and by the way, Nick, if we rank the beards, we already had a vote. Rufo wins like going away. Like it's not even close. <laughs> Me and Diego are fighting for second. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I gotta keep mine. You know, I gotta you know shake babies and kiss hands. So like every now and then I have to, you know. If I me uh, I just trimmed mine too, man. Like I went to a dinner for the American Conservative. Also, shout out to Hunter because he wrote like this is how we win, right? Is like Hunter Hunter Dorensis put uh, a review of Scott Horton's book in the American Conservative, right? And then that right. allows me to bring Scott Horton to the dinner that they had here, right? And now Scott Horton's talking to different people about what he does. So shout out to Hunter and Scott Horton for being homies and gangsters. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, shameless plug, I got uh, I got Scott coming on next week, um, so we're gonna be talking. I mean, I I mean he's gonna be talking. You you really don't talk <laughs> with Scott. Like you you just ask him one question, and then like forty five minutes later, you're like, all right, thank you, Scott, I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and um, you just sit there and take notes the whole time. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> he's yeah. a great guy. Yeah. Listen, he's he's so, amazing, I, dude. It's go ahead, Mark. No, sorry. So I just I want to throw it out there that anybody that's watching who, who gets their eye on this, if you're in New Jersey and you're a veteran and this is something that speaks to you and you want to help get this get this bill in somebody's hand who's willing to bring it to committee, who's bring bring take time push it to get it to the floor. I need you to reach out to me or Matt. I need you to reach out to Diego. Let us know that you're in Jersey. I'm looking to get together a group of people who are willing to hit the ground and go talk to their and go talk to all of their reps. We can go together on a regular basis. I will go once a, I'll go once a week to the state house to start talking to people. But I need your support. I'm not a veteran. But this hits home. I've got plenty of friends and family who are, okay, and who are. And I want to make sure that we do the right thing, not only by 
them, but by everybody else that we've, by everybody who does sign up in the future and everybody who, who, who we've lost. It's, we've got to do the right thing here. So if this is spoken to you and you want to make sure that we get this through, please reach out to one of the three of us. We'll make sure we all sit down together. We'll come up with an actionable plan. I have things already filled out for signatures and petitions and get it. I have, I have a lot of the paperwork already ready. I just need people to help us out. And we're going to make this happen in New Jersey. And I'll kill myself to make sure that we, got, we get it done first. That's beautiful, definitely. man. That's yeah, beautiful. All right. All right. I, I'm, I'm going to be respectful of your guys' time. Uh, anything else that's uh, – I mean, we could talk, you know, Biden executive orders if you want, but uh, I – another I'm episode. Down, dude. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I know. We could fill an entire episode. I, the, the one thing – the one thing – and, like, correct me if you think I'm wrong here. The, the one thing that I'm okay with is – they, it just seemed like a lot of, again, pomp and circumstance where there wasn't a lot of, you know, things necessarily being banned and restricted immediately by executive order. The, the problem in the future is the direction it lays out is just it's more of the same and it feels like it's just going to continue eroding that natural right just piece by piece, and they'll use any reason they, they, they want. Which, by the way, and Mike saw this because it's in the group chat, there was a shooting in South Carolina today, okay? Ex-NFL star shot and killed five and injured a sixth and then shot and killed himself. Two children. And it's two, two kids involved, right? And it was obviously uh, the dude had mental problems, okay? Right. And where was it? I did not hear anything about it. And this isn't like a white black thing or anything like this. This is my this is my theory. It's because it's someone who obviously had mental problems, okay? And they don't want to fix the mental health issue in the United States because that would be difficult one and also it would actually fix the problem so that they wouldn't have the political leverage to continue to be like big daddy state, right? Um, and it's it's so much easier just to demonize the guns. Because they've already just propagandized everyone to think that they're, you know, killing machines that if you just leave them alone, they'll slaughter 100 people without, you know, someone who has a mental break behind them. Um, that That's like, that's that's uh, un unbelievable to me. Um, you know, wait, what's the state of the Second Amendment down there in Texas? Like, they had a bill come to the floor, didn't they? That was, uh, yep. what, what so, uh, to pull ARs? Uh, constitutional carry. Uh, yeah. And I think they're working it out of the House and it's going into the Senate now. So Texas could pass constitutional carry, but I mean, it's already 20 other states have already put it forward. Um, yeah. You know, it's about time Texas did some like real freedom instead of like the Yosemite Sam type freedom. Um, but, <laughs> you know, I uh, like, but there's a lot of things here, right? So the first thing, as you're talking, I'm literally like listing, okay, this is a time preference issue with the difference between politicians who can, for the sake of re-election, kick the can down the road, knowing that it's going to implode, right? But they don't have to suffer it because they'll be out of office by then, right? Yeah. So they can do that. They can, you know, they can, why don't they ever blame uh, the economy, right? Um, you know, the fact that there's, you know, so much economic hostility drives people to madness, right? But they don't talk about, they don't talk about the fact that they locked them in their houses for a year. They talk about the tool. And what's funny is, is like, there's two people at play here that push this forward. It's the people who understand that they need to take advantage of this tragedy to put it forward, and then there's the useful idiots that they manipulate. But none of this ever gets talked about. It's like, no, 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 we just have to do away with the guns. It's like, no, 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 you don't get it. Like, you just understand this real good, real good and clear. If you don't agree with me on this, understand that you are sentencing me to my death because I'm yeah. not going to give them up, and when you come for them, I'm gonna fight back. And now either I end up in a cage which you were going to do anyway, which is why you said men with guns, or I end yeah. up dead. So you're essentially yeah. sentencing me to my death because you hate guns and violence, right? So I, I don't want to hear it from them, but at the same time, we talked about this last time where I was just like, decentralization for everything. Military, guns, print your guns, mill your guns, you know what I mean? Buy crypto, buy gold. Don't buy into this bullshit. Like, stop playing their game. Just start using things that, you know, just say, fuck you, right? Yeah. Are you a fan of the new uh, ATF chief there, Mike Rufo, or what? <laughs> Excuse me? Are you a fan of the no. new head of the ATF, no. or what? <laughs> no. No. 
no, 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 no. He lied. Well, he's, he's, I mean, he's, 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 he's actually gone on the internet and lied about what the, the, the Branch Davidians did. He said they shot down two ATF helicopters, and that didn't happen. That never happened. He's, 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 he's a liar who, who takes pride in the fact that he murdered 28 children. That's what he takes yep. pride in the fact that he burnt, he burnt and barbecued 28 children with no, with no, this, with no hesitation. Didn't care. They all stood around and took pictures over their smoldering bodies. That's how much they cared. And this guy is going to be the head of the ATF. This is the guy that you want in charge of things. That you, you want to make sure he's the only one that has guns. The same guy who burnt down a building full of people. You want to make sure he's the only one with guns. That's a really the good idea. The war criminal. Yeah, yeah, the war criminal, right? right? Yeah, but well, this, no, that, I'm good, man. I, that, that's the perfect hire for clown world, isn't it? In clown yeah. world, just yeah. everything's opposite. That's what we do. You know? I mean, opposite clown world. To, to, I mean, you can look at this positively, though, right? Because, like, you can say, like, look, it's becoming more obvious, right? Even Trump had this effect where essentially he just pointed a mirror back at all these clowns. And people just started going, honk. And then you're like, oh, okay, you see it, right? You see it, too, mm -hmm. right? I'm not crazy, right? Like, we're having this discussion from different states because we see it. So I think this does wake people up. You're like, wait, I don't, I mean, like, I don't feel that strongly about guns but i do know i feel pretty strongly about a dude who mass murdered a bunch of people right he's a war criminal so yeah. i i'm not happy about it right but i i can use this narrative right yeah now i i will say this 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 is where the guerrilla tactics come into play because he was nominated which means he still has to be approved by the senate and if 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 the pictures the documentaries and the people like us continue to scream from the rooftops and embarrass the hell out of this man for the pride that he takes and the actions he took back in, in the early 90s when they, when they did what they did to those people. There's no shot. I can't, I can't envision him getting approved. You know, you already have, a, you have an even split in, you have an even split in the Senate and there's been Democrats that show, have shown that they will break rank from the Democrat party on certain issues and particularly gun control. Right, I think that's exactly what was the what's the woman's name? Uh, Sima, uh, um, a cinema oh, in Arizona. Cinema, yeah. Right, she she broke rank with the Democrats over minimum wage, um, I, and you and you see that they're willing to. She's at least her and maybe one or two other are willing to actually look at the issue at hand and make a vote accordingly and vote according to where they think that their constituents are going to want to vote. So if we embarrass the ever living daylights out of the administration for making this nomination. I do. I, I see him not getting approved, and I think that would be a win for people like us. That would be a win for the liberty movement if we could embarrass that man to the point where he, he doesn't get he doesn't get the nomin he doesn't get the um, the votes to, to hold right. the position. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Hard to argue with that. At the same time, though, a lot of this is like they open doors and we have to close them, right? And it's like we should be the ones opening the doors. We should be the ones opening up new discussions and then make them have to like try to shut that down. And just be like, bam, <laughs> what? Gun control? No, I want fully automatic weapons. You know what I mean? And push right. in the other direction. Have then we'll negotiate back. Like we'll negotiate back a little bit. You know? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that, or, you know what? Or, that, 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 but that, that comes to my, that comes to my point. You, we got to put our feet in the ground where we want to be and not give yeah. ground. Because the yeah, left right. is great at doing that. The left is great at sticking their heels in the ground and they don't give. And they keep going at it. And every time they lose, they don't come closer to the right position. They've never come closer to the right position. They always plant their feet in the ground and they say, this is where we're going to end up. And you may tell me no for the next 10 years, but in 10 years, you're going to end up closer to my mark than I am to your mark. So we need to, we need Republicans to stand up. You need people on the right to stand up and say, no, this is what we're doing. And you're not getting an inch from us. It's the timid concessions that have put us in the position of the servitude that we're in. And until people stand up and start having a, having a spine and having a set and saying the things that need to be said, we're going to continue to lose. And that's how we start winning with the, with the, with the words used and the language that we use and the intention that we have need to be clear and bold. They can't be hidden. Yeah. And, and Abrams in, and Abrams in every driveway and a Blackhawk helicopter on every rooftop. That's that's the way it's going to go. Or, or, or fuck off. <laughs> yeah, man. I, so I, I, Mike and I went to uh, a diversity shoot this last week. And I got to tell you that something what? that also doesn't work with the the second the anti second amendment or the anti gun narrative oh. is this idea of like the bad white guy with a gun 
Dude, the Second Amendment community is extremely diverse, okay? And this dude, Tony Simon in New Jersey, just, he he proves it through this organization. I mean, there was, you know, uh, guys, gals, uh, you know, gay, straight, all different, you know, you know, cultural heritage and background and religion and everything like that. Um, he even uh, uh, made fun of vegans there for a moment, and uh, I didn't really pick my head up and say anything about it. But uh, you know, I was the one vegan. I was the token vegan in the room. <laughs> I, if Tony's watching, he's like, "Oh, I, I knew it, it must have been him." I never picked my head up from the book when I was reading the magazine. <laughs> that makes but, a lot uh, of sense. Dude. Yeah, that makes a lot yeah. of sense. Yeah, but no, the 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 Second Amendment community is also extremely diverse, and so you know, to both your points, like the the other thing that we can do is just destroy the narrative with people that bust the stereotypes, right? Like, yeah. and there's tons of them. It's just we have to open up to them and be like, look, we we really need you to be vocal about your support for these things because. These folks, you know, they're they're playing the propaganda game to say like, oh, you know, like, uh, you know, black women don't like the Second Amendment, and Maj Trey right. is like, the fuck they don't. Then they're they're one of his biggest uh, biggest uh, attendees at his events when he goes in the city. So um, I think that's the other thing is we can kind of destroy their narratives a little bit and and shock people back to reality. So um, look, we got to get you to Jersey, Diego. We gotta we gotta take you out shooting. And then, uh, and then uh, we also got to join you down in Texas to have some fun too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, that we it's need a lot, to do. Yeah, it's a lot less locked down than you guys are right now. You know? <laughs> yeah, a little, a <laughs> little bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. So, <laughs> so let me ask you this. All right, so everyone got on the governor. He he removed like a lot of the restrictions and stuff like that. Did everyone just like throw off their masks and decide that they were going to have a party? Or yep. I mean, there's still some people wearing masks though, right? Uh, yeah, so I'm here in Austin, so you're going to see the, the circus on full display places like this. And even yeah. in Austin, like, you know, uh, there's still bars in downtown that don't, you know, that are like, oh, okay. You know, there's some that are going to be like, I had one guy be like, this is not a rodeo. Where's your mask? And I was like, well, fuck you. And I went to another place, right? Yeah. But even the gym, you know, uh, they started pushing back. And then all of a sudden, it's just when people said no more. Like, for example, it was... It was taken off, then Austin said, fuck you, we're going to do what we want because we're commie scum, right? And so so is the governor. He's a, he's a commie scum, too. You know, he locked Texas down for a fucking year. Fuck that guy, right? Yeah. But so the first day, about three-quarters of the people had him off. By the second day, everybody's working out without a mask. The third day, they were like, listen, can you just wear it past the sign-in place at Gold's? And we're like, yeah. no. <laughs> you know, and that was the most beautiful thing. It was nullification. And now they're just like, have a good workout. That's it. Yeah. They just shut up, you know, because people were like, I'm not doing this anymore. And that's what it takes. It's like the people to say, fuck you. So is it really tough to drive through downtown Austin with all the dead bodies in the streets? I would think that it, there's just like, you know, yeah. mass yeah. carnage and, and death and all kinds of stuff going on there right now. No, it's pretty gangster. Aside from Tent City, that's just weird because the skyline's just like peppered with homeless people all over uh, the river and and all of downtown and you know there's a million reasons why that's happening but i mean austin sure. austin's okay it's fun it's the best city in texas houston and dallas suck hot ass yeah <laughs> Note to sell. houston and yeah. dallas suck hot ass <laughs> i remember when we're when we're booking our travel plans mike remember that <laughs> yeah no houston or dallas Good. No, Listen, um, Diego, all I know is if you guys can if you guys can get the constitutional carry in Texas, that pretty much cinches the deal of where me and the wife are moving. So, you yeah. know, you, you gotta make that you gotta talk to who you gotta talk to, bro, because as that constitutional carry happens, you got no state income tax, constitutional carry. I really don't have many reasons to stay where I am if the nice warm Texas gives me everything I want. I'm I'm just saying I will gladly take care of you guys. You guys come over here, man. I'll hook it up. You, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's OK to be a political refugee. My parents did it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Matt McAndrew said uh, Chris Marquez in Bricktown. Uh, Liberty motivated, wants to take care of the remnant. So we should go. definitely uh, I, Matt, Tell send us his out, information Matt. so we can look, reach out to him. Um, we're yeah. always looking for more. So and, and uh, do uh, we know Janae LeBlanc can't agree with that. I don't know if it's the uh, talk yes. about Austin, maybe. 
Yeah, yeah, she's she's probably not liking the way we're talking about Dallas and Houston. Yeah. Wow. Well, I know, I know, I know she's in Houston. And again, once again, like tip of the hat to the queen of the redacted caucus, that lady's gangster. Yeah, she is a gangster. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, awesome. I I, I want to thank you guys both uh, so much. I appreciate you coming on uh, to talk about this. And uh, look, it's it's really important. This is like this is something that needs to happen. And it needs to happen sooner rather than later because unlike some of the other things that are getting pushed right now, there are literally lives on the line on both sides of, of this conflict that's happening overseas. And so um, anything that we can do in order to stop this or, or you know, yeah. uh, put, the, put the blockade in place so uh, we're not, um, you know, uh, sending our sons and daughters to die in, in pointless conflict overseas uh, in a legal war. So, uh, look. You're muted. You're muted. Your, you're, your volume you're went yourself. out, buddy. Oh, nope. Not his mic. His mic went out. Maybe his headphones died. Yeah. Oh, he, he seems to be like. Is this like the Obama like hand sign? Okay. <laughs> what are we doing? I don't understand. Well, listen, I can, I can tell you right now probably what he's gonna say. He's gonna tell you to go over to the YouTube page. He's gonna tell you to. To, to like, subscribe, like, and subscribe. Uh, you know, like, subscribe, share the podcast. Make sure you got everybody out there going after it. All right, it's right there. Take a look at it. Make sure you go check out DefendTheGuard.us uh, so that we know what's exactly what's going on. Come check me out on Twitter at, at Rufo for Congress and make sure you're reaching out because we want to make sure this happens. Uh, the one That's last a great thing I'll job, say, Matt. <laughs> the one last thing I will tell you is that if Matt can share, that uh, if you can find it and share on your YouTube or wherever you got to share it, Matt, the um, the portion of the speech where Scott Horton spoke at, in Texas at, at the state house, okay? Because it's so much bigger than just whether or not the guard is being deployed unconstitutionally. It, the, the wars are tied into the Federal Reserve, which tied into the amount of inflation, which is a hidden tax on the people. All of it is tied in, and Scott does a beautiful job taking a few minutes and painting the picture of why this is the first step, the first step in taking a piece of the armor out of the empire and bringing it back down to the size of government that was intended by the framers. So please, reach out. Let us know. Yep. Matt, if you can find that and do that, that'd be great. Thank I you so it. very much for having so, me. You have it? Yeah. So go to bring, our troop, bring our troops home. Just search that. Go to the channel. We have everybody clipped, and we have the whole thing if you want to listen to it, too. Awesome. Big. Oh, there you go. Can Matt's you hear me back. now? I'm yeah, back. I'm back. But it's right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pay Rufo for the last five minutes of the program. That's good. Yeah, that's <laughs> nice, man. All right. All right, gentlemen, have a good evening. Everyone, thank you very much for watching. I will see you tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Peace. Thank you again for tuning in. This is a quick reminder to subscribe, like, share, and comment to help get the message of liberty and freedom in front of as many folks as possible. See you next time on Why Libertarian. Thank you.